And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast. Well, normally I would ask you what the plans are for Christmas break, what you're going to get up to, but let's just assume that you will not be a selfish prick. You will not be breaking COVID regulations and laying low at home with the family, taking it easy, maybe burn up to Cyprus to get a little social distance snowboarding in, but mostly it's about family, right? the good dinners, the movie nights, card games. If there's a silver lining to this batshit crazy pandemic times, it's that you got more family time in 2020 than any other year, or at least that's certainly been the case for me. Beyond the podcast, I'm also an instructor for the radio arts and entertainment course at BCIT here in Vancouver and Burnaby. And we've been teaching online since April with no return to campus until September, 2021 at the earliest. So I'm home with my wife, Jessica, my two kids, James and Levi, uh, and they're probably sick of me by now, but that's the silver lining to COVID is family. And hopefully when things go back to normal post COVID bosses and company owners will ease off on that Monday to Friday, nine to five work schedule and let their workers continue to work from home, even if it's just three days a week. So you go to work on Monday and Thursday or whatever the days work out to just to get the workload done. You just showed your place of employment that you can do it. We've done it for what, eight months now? I guess that's the other silver lining to COVID. It's been a crazy year. 2020 has been rough. The death toll just keeps piling up. People losing their jobs, unemployment, skyrocketing. It is scary. And we've tried to continue with the podcast as if everything is normal, knowing full well that it's not. We haven't done a live podcast show at the railway downtown Vancouver since April, maybe even March. That's a big hole in what we do month to month. We lost sponsors because of COVID, making it even harder, of course, for everything to happen. Uh, There's a lot that goes into promoting the podcast online and booking guests and finding great sponsors, et cetera, et cetera. Speaking of, this week and next are both year in review episodes for the podcast. You're going to hear highlights from 12 guests in each week. Uh, My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for checking us out. If you like what you're about to hear, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And please tell your friends about what we're doing as well. Word of mouth is a big way we get the podcast out there. And we see it daily on social media. So thank you so much. Sharing, retweeting, commenting. Uh, Coming up in about maybe 15 minutes in Listen to This, Pantera bassist Rex Brown talking about the pranks that they pulled while out on tour. Man, would have that been great to be a fly on the wall for that band's tour days. That is powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, RV Repair and Service, ICBC accredited. Check, check, check. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com. First, let's get to some of our musical guests in this Year in Review podcast, all of whom are brought to you by Pineapple Sound, a recording and mixing studio in Langley since 2013. Podcasts as well, bands of course, voiceovers, and a lot more. Check them out through pineapplesound.com. You'll know Chantelle Kraviasic's music since the mid-90s. Her debut came out in 1996. She's had great success since then. Hit songs and albums sold, chart placement, She's one of the best-selling Canadian artists in Canada, and when Chantelle was a guest of the show at the start of the year, she talked about growing up and the music, the bands that were being played in her house. It was Barbara Streisand, it was um, Elvis Presley, it was John Lennon Yoko Ono, it was 
um, it was uh, religious, sort of more um, evangelical Christian music. It was mm. everything. You know, mm. it's just absolutely everything. And then when my brothers, who are older than me, and my cousins, who are older than me, they were like my sisters, got at me. It was like all this amazing, you know, rock and roll music. Mm-hmm. Um, from Zeppelin to Judas Priest, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then I got into my Floyd and my everything. Just It was amazing. When Refused put out the album, The Shape of Punk to Come, it blew minds. Punishing band, killer riffs, great rhythm section. And with their latest album, War Music, they showed you that once again, they're one of the best post-hardcore bands on earth. And when their singer Dennis was a guest back in March, we got to talking about Star Wars and how it took over his life as a kid. Kind of relate to that one. And what about The Mandalorian on Disney Plus? How good is that? I'm also watching The Mandalorian because I am a kid of that age and time where Star Wars just, you know, like I'm I'm one of those guys that my my brother texted me on tour. He's like, I'm buying tickets for the Star Wars movie. Are you in? I'm like, yeah, what do you think? Of course I'm in, you know, so. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, didn't Star Wars just like literally take over your life as a kid? Yes, it did. I remember, because I mean, it was one of those deals where I was lucky enough to see Return of the Jedi at the movies when it came out. Yeah. And then uh, Swedish television showed um, the first, like, A New Hope, I guess it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and yes, and and we taped it on VHS, and for you know, whatever, like two months, I watched it every day coming home from school. I'm just like, I'm gonna watch Star Wars once more. So yeah, it did. It it, it beca- became a big big thing in my life, and and it it is funny how that is, uh, how that like so sort of imprints on you because I still. I'm, I'm, I still have a huge weak spot for sci-fi movies, and I'm no. still, you know, like I'm, I'm not a complete nerd, but I think the, trying to be a punk, I had to sort of uh, push the nerdiness uh, away a little bit, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's in there for sure. But it's impossible, <laughs> especially The Mandalorian is so good. Like I'm watching, I've got, the, yeah, I've got a nine-year-old and a, and a seven-year-old, and they're just, I mean, dude, they are glued to the screen. Still today, hey, like, look at this franchise. Yeah. Like, how how old is that franchise? Forty years old, and it's still continuing yeah. to kick everybody's ass. Yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, <laughs> scratch something off the old bucket list at the end of March uh, when former Slayer drummer Dave Lombardo was a guest, widely considered, of course, one of the best thrash drummers of all time. You know him now from playing in Suicidal Tendencies, Dead Cross, Mr. Bungle, The Misfits. Drummer World named him the godfather of double bass. And when Dave called up, we got to talking about conspiracy theories and whether he thought aliens had visited Earth. Think we could have talked about this for at least a couple hours. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Aliens, man, they're out there. How do you think we got here, man? There's a missing link. Something, something's missing between man and animal, you know, or, or man and ape. So I, I feel possibly an alien came down, fucked an ape, and created humans. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but also that, like my the, conclusion, man. just the jump you know? in, like you know, we're like cave dwellers, and then suddenly we're building pyramids, like overnight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not even cave dwellers, because there's still, before cave dwellers, there's no, there's no, no link between human and animal. There's a, there's a missing, Mm. 
there's a missing part, yeah. you know. And uh, who knows? I don't know. Well, a lot of people think maybe if, it might even be like the Sasquatch, Bigfoot. Yeah. Possibly. You never know. Who knows? Sorry, it's unbelievable, man. There's so many mysteries out there. You can't. We don't know what the fuck went on millions of years ago. Totally. You can speculate, yeah. but, you know, nobody yeah. knows. No. Nobody knows. Nope. And based on podcast plays, you're a fan of the Black Crows. Former drummer Steve Gorman's episode was our second most played podcast of 2020. This next to Megadeth's bassist, David Ellefson's appearance, which you'll hear some of that next week. The Black Crows are a staple of any good rock radio station. Number one albums, amazing live band. At one point, you could have put them as probably one of the best on the planet. Known for the brothers Robinson, Chris, and Rich fighting like cats and dogs. And when Steve was a guest, this was back in mid-April, we talked extensively about his memoir, Hard to Handle, The Life and Death of the Black Crows, which is an incredible read. We got into influences and how the Beatles drummer Ringo Starr is a genius. You know, you only get that much grief when you're at a level where there's nothing else to do but take shots at a certain point. Right. And, you know... It's funny, I, I, you still hear people maintain that the Beatles weren't great players. And, you know, the answer to that is, okay, you go play without monitors mm-hmm. and, you know, in a stadium and you, you sound like, the, you make a sound like that band could make. I mean, um, you know, it's, it's a, I, I put everything in sports analogies and I've, you know, there are people who will tell you that Wilt Chamberlain's a better basketball player than Bill Russell to this day. And I don't take those people seriously. It's like, <laughs> it, it, it means nothing. Bill Russell won 11 championships mm-hmm. and never looked at the stat line once. That's the point. And music is a team sport in, in rock and roll music. It's not about who played the best part. It's about what band had the best vibe together collectively. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ringo is, you know, if you can make those other three guys all feel good with what you're doing to their songs, you're a genius. I'm sorry, that's all there is to it. Musical guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at pineapplesound.com.
And now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. When you start talking about the most influential metal bands of all time, Pantera needs to be near the top. Their bass player, Rex Brown, has been on the podcast. Of course, you'll know him from being in Down, Kill Devil Hill, and now his solo stuff. If you haven't heard his debut solo album, Smoke on This, it's definitely worth the spin. Some nice and heavy stuff. Some of it's lighter and groovy. It chugs along. It's a really good listen. And when Rex was a guest, we talked about comic books, Captain America specifically, and the power of quitting smoking. Jeez, imagine that. He told the story of seeing Kiss for his first concert. Weed came up, legalized marijuana, as did staying hungry in the importance of blues music. He shared the toughest decision of his career. And Rex talked about pulling pranks while out on tour. Listen to this. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> the best remark pranks every day was a prank. You know, if it wasn't me, it was somebody on the road crew. If it wasn't Daryl, it was somebody on the road crew. If it wasn't Vinny, it was somebody on the road crew. Right. Um, that's how you, you know, we were kind of a family, and it was always, you know, prank central. And who could ha- who could handle it, you know? Um, and me and Dom are usually at the center of all that kind of crap. <laughs> you know, if you didn't go along with it, you were pretty much, you, <laughs> you got it the next day, right. you know? So he was the prankster in the band. You know, he was always coming up with something. And, and look, we played all these places. They all look the same. You know, you're going into the same, you know, basically hockey arenas or whatever they were that we were playing, you know. And uh, and it was always, we had to, you know, for for being on the road, we, we tried to make it as, as homely as we could, you know. Um, at the same time, it's still you're sitting in a locker in the back of this cold-ass fucking arena you know, with nothing to do all day. So we would come up with all kinds of pranks of from, from going out and buying the, the richest, biggest chocolate cake and see who could eat at the end of the night for $2,000. Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC-approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com. Dollars and cents, invisible hands upon the mound. Legless foot, faceless eyes, armless hound. Horses out, middle of gas, Oh
That band is War Baby, and going back to the beginning for that one, Horseless Headman, unfortunately, they've called it a day back in June of 2020, posting on their Facebook page, quote, the end. After 10 and a bit years, we've decided to let War Baby go. We just can't see eye to eye on things anymore. And to be completely honest, it just hasn't been fun for a bit. Damn, love that band. They played a a podcast show about a year, year and a half back. Amazing players. You should definitely keep an eye out for a new project out of their ashes. It wouldn't surprise me to see something out of that split. Played you Brass Camel, and that song's called Issues, a band that we'd planned on doing a show with pre-COVID. It was all set up, it was ready to go, it was kind of waiting on the announcement, and then, of course, all shows get cancelled or postponed. No idea when we're going to get those podcast shows up and running again. I'm hopeful for a late summer 2021 kind of thing, which sucks to say. Okay, Todd's Trolls is coming up. It's the stupid, the mean, the hurtful, but really it's the funny things that people say to what you post, what you see online. And this week, of course, we look back on the year 2020 and a few have that spotlight. Kesha, Green Day, the live action Mulan movie, and the Kentucky Derby. That is powered by The Garage, Games and Geekery in Maple Ridge. It's your place to slay trolls play D&D, Warhammer, and a lot more. Find them online at garagegames.ca. First, more guests in this year in review podcast and some sporting guest highlights. You started seeing Canadian Olympic snowboarder Mercedes Nickel in the world scene in 1999, tearing it up on the halfpipe. World Cup debut in December 1999, Whistler in halfpipe and snowboard cross. Three years later, 2002, she won the bronze at the World Cup. In total, eight World Cup medals and five-time Canadian national champion. Impressive stuff. She competed at the 2006, 2010, 2014 Winter Olympics, one of Canada's best snowboarders. In 2018, she was named to Canada's Olympic team for the fourth time. Does that make her a competitive adrenaline junkie? For sure. You. <laughs> and I'm very competitive. Love it. Still, even present day. I love it. Oh, yeah. Like, you want to play, like, a game or a card yeah. um, or tennis or any sports, I'm very competitive. It's, it's on. It's on. <laughs> I love it. You'll know Nicholas Namath as WWE SmackDown superstar, Dolph Ziggler. He's held the World Heavyweight Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, the United States Championship, the Raw Tag Team Championship. He's one of the most decorated WWE wrestlers of all time. And when he was a guest, we talked about GNR's comeback tour with Slash and Duff back in the band and how incredibly amazing it is. I just saw Guns N' Roses a couple of weeks ago, and they they are they rock. They how, go almost three how hours good is long. That tour? I mean, it's so good. I mean, they played the, the BC Place here in Vancouver, and dude, it was incredible. There, there's no like it's crazy. Axel's so much better than he was 15 years ago, right? And uh, they play for three hours. They rock. Everybody hits their stuff. They're, they're, it's so fun. Staying with wrestling for a sec, you heard WWE superstar Raven was on the podcast back in mid-March. He's wrestled on so many platforms, ECW, WCW, WWE, WWF, TNA, and he has an insane 36 title reigns under the WWE, WCW, and ECW banners. Knowing that he's a fan of MMA, I wanted to get his thoughts on that Conor McGregor, Donald Cerrone UFC fight earlier on in the year. You know, if it really happens, 
which, you know, you never know because, you know, McGregor's got a hundred million dollars in the bank. He doesn't need, right. you know, so how motivated he'll be. Uh, well, you can look at it two ways. You can say he'll be super motivated because he lost to Khabib and he needs to redeem himself. Or you can see him going, ah, I should be able to kill Cerrone and not train worth the crap. You know, and also have no motivation because he's so rich. So it, it depends which Connor shows up. If, um, mm-hmm. if, the, if the old Connor shows up, I think he's going to beat Cerrone. But if he doesn't, he's going to get knocked out. Interesting. Knocked out, eh? Well, I, I mean, that. only if the old Connor, only if the new Connor, you know, the, if, if, if the wealthy Connor shows up. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. The, not the old. Yeah, the hunger know, the the, is the hunger still there? You got a hundred million in the bank, right? Like, right? How yeah. hungry are you at yeah. that point? Yeah, yeah. But he may be hungry enough again, you know. So, and in May 2012, boxer Marlon Esparza became the first American woman to qualify for the Olympics in the first year that women's boxing was an Olympic event. She won bronze in London. In 2017, she was signed to a multi-year deal with Golden Boy right around the time that she was a guest in late April of 2020. COVID made sure to postpone her latest fight. We talked about what a bummer that was. And got into the outcome of the Fury Wilder 2 boxing match, which was a great fight. I was trying to explain to people the... Kind of like the longevity of it. Because, I mean, Tyson, to me, going into it, Tyson, the first time, wasn't really his full self. And because he struggles with depression and and all that, I think people don't understand how much it affects you, like, for sports or for boxing especially. So when he was recovering from everything that he went through, like he still wasn't his full self. Yet and he still like won he the majority of the, the rounds before, you know, losing the fight or not yeah, losing and, it, and but then, yeah, the, the, the draw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after, yeah, people take it as a loss, but yeah, yeah. Just with the draw, cause in my head, it's like, well, if he didn't win, he lost cause he was the challenger, but sure. it was more of if, yeah, to me it was just like, yeah, it was, it was a, I didn't think that anybody had, seen everything that he could do and he's so big mm-hmm. and everybody in their minds because Wilder hits hard they just think Wilder's bigger but if you people who know boxing and you really pay attention like Fury was so much bigger than than Wilder so I think a, a lot of things got misconstrued because you have people who like boxing but they don't pay attention to the details mm-hmm. and then you have the people who you know are sports analysts or whatever and they kind of say that they don't know but I think a lot of the sports analysts just don't want to be wrong if they bet on something or say something repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, they kind of try to play the fence with it because they're like, well, I'll look dumb if I'm wrong. So there's there's a, a lot of stuff that goes into people kind of wondering what's going to happen. But I didn't think Tyson had it. Uh, really that big of a chance to lose to be honest with you hmm. yeah and a lot of people were questioning why he was putting on the weight that he was and i mean he looked good he's a big boy he needs to totally. use it and he can move you know yeah so yeah i thought i thought he did and he did better than i thought he was gonna do i, oh, I knew he was gonna do well but he like murdered it the entire time Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. Tell me all your secrets, you said. Showing up half caught at 3 a.m. I can't keep going through the motions. Just every lie at the end. There's no sense in running around pretending like we're gonna stick it out. Oh. 
Powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at MilanoCoffee.ca. A look at this week's keyboard warriors, Todd's Trolls, on the Toddcast Podcast. And it's everywhere you look online. The chirpy comments to pretty much everything and anything. And this week, you'll hear some of the best that we found this year. It's a best of, you might say. It doesn't matter what it is, no one and nothing is safe. Kesha released a new album called High Road at the start of the year. Here's an artist who sold over 134 million albums worldwide, yet somehow she still gets chirped. Nothing, and I mean nothing, could make me listen to this steaming pile of music. Can you hear the air quotes? Finally, something that sucks more than RedTube. Oh, look at that. The dumbing down of our musical society is complete. Green Day has sold more than 85 million albums. They have five Grammy Awards, and yet they take heat. 
They released their new album in early February. It's called Father of All Motherfuckers, which goes over really well for radio. Really? Do people still give a shit about Green Day? I had no idea. Someone should check the expiry date on this band. Something smells a little bit off. Every song has sounded the same since the 90s. Seriously, they're the Melba Toast of punk rock. Did you catch this one in theater? Who goes to theaters right now? Towards the end of March, the live-to-action Mulan was released, and despite not being a fan of that style of movie, the trailer looked pretty good, right? Dear Hollywood, come on, enough. We don't want your remakes and reboots. Signed, everyone. How many W's should I put in yawn? I want to get this tweet to Disney just right. This movie is needed, like Trump needs another four years in office. And the Kentucky Derby was supposed to happen in early May in Louisville, Kentucky. That got moved to early September because COVID. They should whip those little jockey bastards after the race. Tip for tat, right? How something as cruel as horse racing is still a thing in 2020 is amazing, isn't it? New drinking game. Every time they whip the horse, drink. This could be dangerous. Todd's Trolls on the Toddcast podcast is powered by The Garage, Games and Geekery, your place to play RPGs, board games, and Warhammer in Maple Ridge. Online at garagegames.ca. Restless heart. Don't fall apart You've been hanging by a thread Moving seams in your head It's a long time coming, baby And I see you running, baby It's a long time coming, baby boy Baby boy You're innocent I know that you've been Hanging by a thread On the things that I've said It's a long time coming, baby And I see you running, baby It's a long time coming, baby boy Baby boy We must begin Oh, we'll all fall apart It's a long time coming. 
song. That's a new one for the podcast, a first spin for the band Wild Dove. And that one's called Baby Boy. If you're going, why do I recognize that voice? That's Devin from Echo, Nebraska, a band that we played a a fair amount on the podcast. A new project for Devin. Sounds awesome. Very Matthew Good-ish. And I know that bands hate that when they get compared to other bands. But uh, of course, I mean, no disrespect, Matt Good's Brad. Played you Winter Youth and their song was Half Cut. Love that band. Miss seeing them on the scene. They played a few shows, I think, for the podcast now over the years. A phenomenal band. That singer has got to be one of the best voices around, not just Vancouver. Speaking of live music, if you're playing a socially distanced safe show, does that even happen right now? Or a live stream shows, those happen. Tell me about it. Send me the info and I'll add it to the indie scene at Todd Hancock. That is brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. Hopefully they're back in business soon because, of course, COVID has shut them down for the time being. 40-plus years experience in the music industry. Find out more through mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, let's get to the final guests of this episode 235 and some of our entertainment guests in the year 2020, the Year in Review podcast, all of whom are brought to you by Tomes. Let them help relieve stress and anxiety ensure a good night's sleep as well the first seven nights are 100 free at tomes.com that's t-a-u-m-m-h-o-m-s.com t-a-u-m-m-h-o-m-s.com you heard riverdale actor ryan robbins on the podcast in the beginning of february something like that and you'll know him from so many other good shows as well stargate atlantis Sanctuary, Battlestar Galactica, he was in Pure, X-Files, Van Helsing, Arrow. We've known each other for a few years, then going back to the late 90s kind of thing, early 2000s, when he was in a local Vancouver rock band. Back to the early years of his acting career, I guess. And when Ryan called up to be a guest, he talked about being a comic book nerd, we're both are, specifically the Todd McFarlane Spider-Man years. I'm still a comic book nerd. I just yeah, go, I, I go a little bit... Uh... I, I just can't keep up with the Marvel DC. The universes are, I mean, it's insane to try to keep up. I mean, I don't think we've been able to keep up since our twenties, early twenties. No, if, if I were Too to many step titles. into it now, yeah. yeah, if I were to step into it now, I'd have no, I'd have no idea. Spider-Man was my guy. Um, yeah, and, and Spider-Man and the X-Men, I think were, that was, those were my, those were my go-tos as well. Interesting. So yeah. d- were you collecting when it was uh, Todd McFarlane doing all the 289, 290s, 300s and all yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. Which of How course, good like, was that? You know, and then of course you go down the spawn rabbit hole. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that stuff was, that was stuff was incredible. And, and uh, for me, it was like, I always felt like an outsider. I was the kid in the corner with the Mohawk. I was a weirdo over here. And, and I just felt like nobody understood me. And then, except for the whoever was writing these comics, because I felt like they were writing these characters for me. Like these were, these were weirdos, and and you know the riffraffs that the people pretended didn't exist, and they were doing. I love the antihero. I love the 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 story of the character who just doesn't want this. He thinks it's a curse, but they still are compelled to do the right thing. And um, those are the characters that, that always resonated with me. You'll know World Poker Tour Royal Flush Girl Ivy Tevez for more than just poker. She's modeled for some big brands over the years. You've seen her in Skechers, Coca-Cola. She's tough too, black belt in Taekwondo. And when she called up, she talked about being a huge Star Wars nerd. 
people are like, oh my God, you're such no, a nerd. It's like, no. No. And, and did you like the, <laughs> the last Star Wars? Did you like the way, have you seen it? The, the latest? The, the I way have they wrapped seen it. Up? it. So. Yes, I love it. It's only because it's super entertaining, but yeah. I think like you can't beat the early days of Star no. Wars, which no. is like, exactly. This one's a little, you know, very Hollywood. Very Hollywood. <laughs> so. But yeah, so which, which is the best Star Wars then? Oh my gosh, what? Right? So like, many, was it New like, Hope? Is so it uh, Empire Strikes Back? Like, yeah, I think the it, Empire Strikes I think it's, Back. I it's love Empire. that one. It's so badass with Hoth and right? Ice and all that. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like God. the classic. You heard Canadian radio personality Danae Johnson on the podcast back in mid-March. She works for Virgin Radio in Kelowna. She's also a certified nutritionist, a somatic therapist in training. You'll love her vibe. Super cool. Oh, and she also has a, a podcast herself called the Hello Well Podcast. And knowing that she's been in radio a long time, does a great job at it. And being that I'm an instructor for the radio arts and entertainment course at BCIT, I asked her to give some advice for anyone thinking about getting into radio. Oh, damn, really? <laughs> All right. I don't know if I want to give that advice. <clears throat> uh-huh. I mean, oh, what advice would I give? Um, I would say, I mean, if it's something that you really love <clears throat> and that you're really passionate about, absolutely. Um, pursue whatever it is that you're truly passionate about, what you truly feel you're meant to be doing with your time on this planet. Yes. Um, I would use it as a way of, you know, getting experience, making connections. And at the same time, I think I would also be working on some sort of online component, whether it is a podcast or a YouTube channel, um, because that's the reality of where a huge, huge portion of the world is now and how people are taking in media is through podcasting. Um, so, I think you can do both and both of them are going to get you different, a different audience. So mm-hmm. just, you know, do both of them and get all the people listening and watching. And we had a really interesting conversation with medical doctor and best-selling author, Brooke Goldner. She's written three best-selling books, Goodbye Lupus, Goodbye Autoimmune Disease, and Green Smoothie Recipes to Kickstart Your Health and Healing. You've seen her in documentaries as well, like Eating You Alive, Whitewashed, and The Conspiracy Against Your Health. Dr. Goldner was a guest back in mid-April, right around the time that COVID was taking a good stranglehold on the world. Had to ask her how concerned she was about the coronavirus. Oh, the coronavirus. Well, you know, I, I am concerned right now about how contagious it is because nobody has immunity. It's a new one. And on the one hand, I'm not too worried about myself or my, you know, my kids or anything like that because we have really strong immunity. And for people who are otherwise healthy, it's just going to be, if you get it, it'll be a flu. And for some people, just a mild flu. So for most people, probably 70% or more, it won't be a big deal. The problem is the vulnerable people in our society, the elderly, mm-hmm. the compromised, people with chronic illness. Yeah, I just read something yesterday that the people most at risk are people with uh, illnesses like high blood pressure or heart disease. I'm like, okay, so that's everyone. Um, but, <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, that's the number one killer in, in America is heart disease. Heart disease yeah. So um, there are people who are vulnerable. So even with those of us that are going to not get that sick, we need to protect ourselves because if we get that virus, we could pass it to someone who's vulnerable. So right now I'm saying don't panic, but protect. 
you know, I, I had to camp out. I've, I've never canceled an event. I will travel and I will teach happily. Uh, but I had an event coming up in Tucson in a couple of weeks. And I had to cancel my, uh, my trip. And actually, they, after I canceled, they ended up canceling the conference. Because it right. does not make sense now to get on a plane and to have hundreds of people gather in one spot when we've got this kind of virus. So I, I don't think people should panic. But I do think we need to be smart. We need to make sure we're doing heavy hand washing. We are uh, not going out into big public situations. You know, this is a time to not fly if you don't need to. Um, and just be careful. Um, but it's not that we need to panic. I don't think that, you know, we're going to have mass deaths. It's just going to be that uh, it's something that we need to be careful about until people have built up some immunity or maybe we get a vaccine or, or until it passes through because it's going to take a few months to run its cycle. Entertainment guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Tomes, where quality sleep matters. Find out more at Tomes.com. That's T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S.com. Everywhere I go, I'm fucking losing it. All these stupid people always talking shit. Strung out in the basement So sick and tired of being wasted Get me something strong, I wanna feel it burn Don't know right from wrong, not sure I'll ever learn I'm always stressing out Followways and a great song for those guys called Alive. I spent a good chunk of time recently in Toronto 
working on new music and hopefully you'll hear that sooner than later. I'd bet something probably in the first part of 2021, not to put words in their mouth, but if you get a chance to see these guys live, do it. They've played a couple, three shows now for the podcast over the years and they absolutely bring it. They're great guys as well. Stoked to hear new music coming out of those guys. Looking forward to next week, the second part of our year in review. You will hear again, 12 more 2020 guests and some highlights from those interviews. Of course, we wanted to give a big thanks to all of our guests from this week as well. It means a lot that you would take the time to be a guest in 2020. So cheers. And that's going to do it for episode 235, the year in review, part one. Again, my name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, again, please tell your friends and subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, SoundCloud. You can also find us on a couple networks, the Dean Blundell Network out of Toronto at deanblundell.com and the Boot Crew Media Network out of New Orleans. Cool, right? At bootcrewmedia.com. Comment and rate the podcast. It helps out big time. Search it out again through Toddcast Podcast on any platform. Huge thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. We couldn't do it without their unwavering support over the years. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. Contact info at the homepage. Till next week, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun. Play hard. And most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark ToddHancock.ca.